Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or WVRC Media. 580 Live is presented by Thornhill Automotive and is broadcast live from the Parmar Stores studio. Eight minutes past nine o'clock. You're listening to 580 Live WCHS, the voice of Charleston. Dave Allen is probably going to roll in here at some point in the next hour or so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, there was a traffic accident or something, and it takes three hours to drive from Putnam County to, to Charleston to, All to I know is I, radio I, show. I got past it. I mean, you know, I, I made it through. You leave, you leave at 4.02 in the morning or something. Dude, the thing was a mess when I got there. Is that right? Well, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got detoured at the uh, the Route 35 Scott Depot exit. I was fortunate because I could see the traffic backed up. I mean, on that bridge that comes off Route 35 on the 64, there, it was wall-to-wall tractor trailers. And up in the distance, I could see all the lights of those tractor trailers, and I said, I'm getting off here, but it, even though I had already made the decision to get off, cause I had seen a sign back at Hurricane that said, you know, traffic accident detour ahead. They actually had detoured. You couldn't even go up there. So they detoured us off and I took, uh, Taste Valley Road all the way down to, uh, well, what we, what was 817? Is that what they call it now? And down there. And then a lot of the trucks were taking that route too. And they were going back over and getting on the interstate. And I thought, well, I can make better time just going to Amandaville. And getting on, you know, McCorkle. <laughs> and I swear, as I went through there, somebody had hit a, a light pole down there around Amandaville, and the power company was there, and they had that road blocked. I oh thought, man, I ain't never getting to work today. But it didn't, I, that, that one didn't take long. I got right through that. But I thought, good gracious, I, I hope I get to work before something else happens. There, there's, so. there's nothing worse than when you're sawing off your, your, your route thinking that you're going to be able yeah. to, to beat the traffic, and then you end up just getting yourself into worse traffic. I think that's actually what happened to Dave. I think he Probably tried to so. get a little smart with his traffic, and then he ended up getting into worse traffic and got stuck. I did, happens a lot. I did my best this morning because we start our updates at 5 o'clock on WCHS, and I knew that was going to be a big issue, but... When you've got something like that, you really don't know how long it's going to last. So I tried to keep it as updated as I could as we went through the morning news. And there were times all the way through the morning that they would open it up and let the traffic through. Because I'd look on the camera on, on West Virginia 511 and there would be, there, there would be traffic flowing through and it would, uh, and then I'd look again, and I would report, okay, the traffic looks like it's to one lane, and then it would be stopped. And I guess that was to replace the median barrier that got crushed while it was in there. So, well, look what the cat drug in. I, I swear, <laughs> if, you, if you hang around these parts long enough, you never know in, in Radio Land what kind of uh, what kind of uh, 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 Detrius will be dragged through the studio. And uh, <laughs> this morning we have one of Logan County's own that happens to. Thanks for being a guest on the program today. Yeah, thanks for coming into our show. Okay, just for future reference, when when you when traffic people say use an alternate route, don't, <laughs> because that's where I made my mistake. Was uh, I, you know, I got off on uh, uh, the Winfield exit. For uh, and I'm sorry, I'm out of breath, but I'm fat, and uh, and so uh, and so yeah, that's why I made for my the mistake. record, I didn't tell you to take an alternate route. No, well, I'll. Okay. Jenny Murray, Murray. No, 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 no. I've been driving that road long. It's not her fault. But no, I yeah. took the alternate route. Uh, I would never recommend that. Just stay on the interstate. Just stay there. Yeah. That, that, that was the 
So anyway, two hours and ten minutes. Wow. Well, this but morning, I, I mean, I, I was worried because – you know, if I'm if I'm not in here, that that disrupts everybody because poor old Jeff Jenkins got dragged out of bed. Anthony on news, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's going to be Anthony and Aaron or Anthony and uh, Carrie on the morning news. That would have been uh, that would have been your lineup for today. Hey. But I, I managed to miss it all and made it uh, and, and made it in. Uh, but I knew as I was doing that that it was going to be a mess all morning, and it was. It happens. So. It happens. By the it way, Dave, Dave Allen has rejoined us, obviously, for those of you, and I'll turn, <laughs> I'll turn over the, the, the lead mic here. Uh, that's Chris Lawrence, obviously, you've been hearing since the opening of the program, and Jim Workman's with us this morning as well. We hey, quite, Jim. We all haven't right. quite uh, broken into the football talk yet, but that's what's going to happen all here right. eventually. Once we calm down a little bit. Yeah, all right. Well, let's, uh, well I guess everybody's in a, in a different position here, so I'll... I can play, I'll play, a, I can play a song from Musical Chairs. No, 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 no we're all good. We're, we're all good. High <laughs> yeah. school football tonight, Chris. Playoffs. What, yeah. what are we looking We've got number one Winfield hosting number nine Herbert Hoover in a rematch of a game from week two. And that was a game that Winfield won on the road up on the Elk River. But it was a 19 to 14 game. Hoover was driving for the apparent go ahead score late in that game through a pick. And that ended the scoring thread. It was a great game, and Winfield wound up winning that. And that pretty much started the winning streak they've been on ever since. Hoover the next week. Got the win, and they haven't lost since. And what a lot of people may not realize was during that game, Hoover had a lot of guys injured, and uh, including their you know standout quarterback Dane Hadfield, who was not at a hundred percent that night. He's back to a hundred percent, evidenced by his performance last week against Clay County and seven touchdowns. Uh, but they've got all the receivers back. They look like they're going to be healthy tonight. Winfield's fully healthy, and certainly they've gotten better since that night as well. This should be a real slobber knocker tonight uh, at General Stadium out there in, uh, in Winfield. You know, this is an exciting time for football, and Jim, I know that uh, you're also a Putnam County guy. This is an exciting time for football right now. you got Hurricane, you got Winfield. I mean, it's it's a great time to, to be a football fan right now in Putnam County. Hurricane taking on GW tonight at home, and that's a rematch from the regular season as well. And in that game, GW turned the ball over eight times that night well that's a that's a disaster when that happens and i don't expect that'll happen tonight should be a much better game and hurricane has never made it past the second round of the playoffs so this this is a big milestone tonight if they could get the win over gw historic times yes. historic times all right uh chris let's talk about your show tomorrow outdoors what's region outdoors well what we obviously monday's the opening day of buck season which means you won't be here next week, exactly right? <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean i'll be hunting i just won't be here uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of guys from uh, the Natural Resources Police that will be on with us. We'll answer some uh, some questions about uh, – people always have questions about regulations going into the hunting season, so we'll talk to them about that tomorrow. We will also, though, be joined by a member of Trout Unlimited talking about uh, some projects they've got going on in the state in, uh, in cooperation with the National Forest because that bipartisan infrastructure bill included a lot of money – for uh, stream restoration and particularly trout stream restoration in some of the on the federal lands so a lot of that work's going on in west virginia or will be going on soon so we'll talk a little bit to you about what they got going on there so it should be a good show hope everybody joins me tomorrow morning at 706 well if you do decide to go hunting next week then best of luck to you i might i might get around to it at some point so <laughs> <laughs> but now the following week uh, i will not be here that saturday and we'll we will have a special show it's the one i did with the davison brothers awesome when we went squirrel hunting a couple of months ago back up in harrison county and those two are a hoot they are so, they are a hoot. so we'll have them uh we'll, we'll have them on uh, not tomorrow but next saturday check right. that one out all right chris i appreciate it very much jim what are you looking at high school oh, let's let's switch over to uh some of the other high school games what do you got other high school games that you're looking at and this is a great great weekend of course you know by the time you get to the second round semifinals i mean you're going to have a lot a lot of good teams left you know usually at first round yeah, 16 team field in each class. You know, it, it's a deep field. You're going to get some teams that qualify for the playoffs, but, you know, they're not one of the top eight teams in the, in the state. And that's why there's very few upsets in that first round. But, uh, you know, the teams that we have left in AAA, I mean, we've got Huntington and Jefferson matching up tonight, uh, or actually tomorrow night and also tomorrow, uh, Martinsburg and Bridgeport. Um, tonight in AAA, Parkersburg South taking on Musselman, uh, GW and Hurricane, as Chris mentioned, also tonight in AAA. And in AA, uh, of course, we've been talking about the Winfield and Hoover tonight. Uh, also on uh, tonight in AA, Independence and Fairmont Senior, which is a rematch of the Class AA State Championship last year. And we're getting it in the second round 
this year. So also Roan County, uh, they have survived. They beat Weir last week. They will take on North Marion, another great team. Uh, that is tonight. And the Saturday game in A tomorrow, Scott, the Skyhawks taking on Frankfurt. All those games are really going to be uh, uh, slobber knockers. I, I really like that one. It's an old Jim Rossism. Yeah. It's all Jim Ross. Yeah. And uh, lastly, in, in Class A, uh, we have um, two Friday games, two Saturday games. Tonight, James Monroe, Greenbrier West, and also Cameron taking on Doddridge County. And tomorrow in single A, we have Wahama and Wheeling Central, and we have Williamstown and East Hardy. And, of course, Williamstown, Wheeling Central, you always expect them to be around this time of the year in Class A. All right, let's switch to college real quick. we got to get through this. Marshall, uh, uh, tomorrow taking on a new, uh, relatively new opponent for them, right? I have to flip my page here. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. man. Everything's everything's kind of a actually. It's it's a a team that is new uh, on the schedule right ahead of them, but they have some history with them because you know they were both Southern Conference opponents and uh, they they probably matched a couple times in the playoffs if I if my memory serves me. But yeah, Marshall was playing at Georgia Southern. That game is at six o'clock tomorrow night. ESPN Plus, I believe. And then uh, the herd come back home next week to finish out the regular season against Georgia State. Okay, so uh, that is next Saturday down in Huntington. All right, uh, as always, and of course, Jim is from uh, Wally and Webby's, the premier sports publication of West Virginia, especially when it comes to uh, football. You did your uh, special night last night over at uh, Buffalo uh, Wild Wings and Cross Lanes. Wally and Wimpy's night, how'd that go? Great time. We gave a lot of uh, tickets away to win to uh, West Virginia and Marshall football and basketball games, so it's it's always a good time out there. We give out some gift certificates and some food and have some fun out there. Great partners out there at Buffalo Wild Wings, just like our great partners at Parmar store, so we appreciate our sponsors. All right, now as you know, each uh, speaking of Parmar, we'll remind you that if there's not a Parmar store near you now. There will be soon. Parmar, the official store of high school sports and the official store of Marshall University. Well, as we do each Friday, and uh, Jim, we want to invite you to stick around. Uh, we bring in our good friend Hannah from the Canal Charleston Humane Association with this week's Taylor Books Adopt Me Please Pet of the Week. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fine. The uh, dog's picture, it's a lovely, lovely dog. is posted on uh, Dave Allen Radio and also at Dave A70 on Twitter. The dog's name is Brisket. Brisket is a beautiful dog. Tell us about Brisket, Hannah. Um, Brisket is, uh, like you were um, about to say, is a beautiful, white, handsome, handsome man. He's so sweet. Um, he is six already, and he's about five years old. We have him at. Um, he actually came in from another rescue that we pulled from, and he is he's a really good all-around dog. He just prefers more where he is a little bit older. He prefers more, like, calmer dogs, and he also just prefers more female dogs. Like, he, he has shown to get along well with some male dogs, but he prefers the female dogs. So, he is just someone who probably would need, if you have a male dog, for you to come up and maybe just do like a little bit of meet and greet with them or something. But he's he's a really good dog. He's really good on the leash. Um, of course, as most dogs at the shelter do, they get distracted and they pull on the leash a little bit. But um, nothing that a little leash training can't hurt. But he, he's a really, really good dog, and he's very laid back, too. What kind of dog is he? And again, the picture's posted at um, Dave Allen Radio on Facebook and at Dave A70 on Twitter. Uh, what uh, what kind of dog? Do we have any idea? Um, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say he's a good mixture of um, like pity bullies or something like that. He's he doesn't really show much of other things. Maybe maybe a little bit of like lab or something, but that's all I would say. Well, he's a beautiful dog. And you said in your description that he's partially deaf. Yeah, so um, he, let me see. I know that it had told me whenever I was going through, because I actually wasn't even sure that he was deaf until, because mm-hmm. um, I know him and I've seen him, but I didn't know he was deaf until I went back through and looked. Um, he's He probably is partially deaf. Um, we... I don't know if the vet has gotten a chance to actually, like, pull him into 
the little clinic and see and like do run some tests or something. But he he does seem to be partially deaf. He doesn't really hear very well from what we've noticed. Um, he'll he'll hear things if they're like really really loud or if you're like really really close to him. But he, if you're just like trying to get his attention or something, he he just can't hear you. Yeah, that's, and uh, you know, I don't mean to make a live situation because you know how I feel about animals. But Coop has the line of the day, and I was trying to come up with some. Coop said maybe he's just married. Maybe that's what the problem is. He just doesn't listen. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, the beautiful dog, and again, his name is Brisket, and he's around five years old. Uh, you said prefers calmer dogs, uh, prefers female dogs, pretty laid back boy, partially deaf, got a little bit of pit in him. Beautiful, beautiful dog. Picture post to Dave Allen Radio on Facebook and at Dave A seventy on Twitter. We would love to find Brisket at home. What else you got going on at the shelter, Hannah? Yeah, so this week we have um, adoption fees for. All of our adult dogs and some select puppies are just a $0 adoption fee. So if you're really wanting an animal, but maybe you're just a little bit tight right now with the holidays, um, and now's the perfect time to do it. The cats are not included in that, but we we don't really have that many cats anyways, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so just come on up and, and see what all we have, because I'm sure that your little babies out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Hannah, we're going to give you next week off for the Thanksgiving break, but we'll talk to you again in two weeks. I appreciate you. Thank you a lot. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, it's Hannah Gardner, a good friend from the Canal Charleston Humane Association, with the story of brisket. Five years old, prefers calmer dogs, prefers female dogs, layback boy, partially deaf, would make a great, great uh, pet for somebody. Picture post to Dave Allen Radio on Facebook or at Dave A70 on Twitter. Good looking dog, Jim. Yeah, love the names. Last week, Cheetos. <laughs> brisket. Brisket. I mean, uh, you know, we're some ready hung- for lunch already. There's some hungry people up there at the, uh, <laughs> at the Canal Charleston Humane Association. Our Adopt Me Please Pet of the Week uh, feature each week is sponsored by our good friends down at Taylor Books, Capitol Street. Great art exhibition going on now. It's called The Gift. They have six. 16 artists from West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Indiana, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and New York. And they had a great reception, I understand, down there last night to kick it all off. Really good stuff. Go check them out. Taylor Books on Capitol Street in Charleston. You like them on Facebook and visit taylorbooks.com for more information. Jim Strong has been away from the microphone for a while. Big happenings at the uh, Coliseum and Convention Center. We're going to get that information from Jimbo, the other Jim, coming up here in a couple of moments. 580 Live is brought to you by Thornhill Auto Group. Come see the all-new Thornhill Toyota on the Thornhill Motor Island Chapman. They'll reserve your new or certified pre-owned Toyota now at ThornhillToyotaWV.com. We're back after this from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live and the voice of Charleston WCHF. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses have been creating jobs in West Virginia since 1997. It's fall, y'all. Hey, it's Sydney from the Thornhill Auto Group inviting you to the all-new Thornhill Toyota for Friday Night Lights, PSL, and car shopping from the comfort of your couch. Click or come by to reserve your new or certified pre-owned Toyota now. Save big on hybrid models like the 2022 Camry, RAV4, or Avalon Hybrid. Electrify your future today at the all-new Thornhill Toyota. Plus, don't forget about your trade. Our trade values are the highest around. At home or in store, we're here for you on the Thornhill Motor Mile, US 119 Chapmanville. Visit us online at thornhilltoyotawv.com to reserve your future now. See Thornhill for full Looking to retire soon and not sure of the best way to manage your retirement funds? Stike Wealth Enhancement Group is a team of financial professionals that will work closely with you to develop a strategy that works toward your financial security. Our approach to wealth management integrates your objectives into a personalized plan that grows and changes as your needs do. If you have the funds to retire but just aren't sure where to invest, you need to talk with Stike Wealth Enhancement Group. We always put you first. Visit stikewweg.com. One of the region's largest art and craft shows returns to the Charleston Convention Center November 18 through the 20th, the Capital City Art and Craft Show is back. See and buy a true cornucopia of creativity at the 53rd show. Nearly 160 booths, jewelry, pottery, woodwork, holiday decorations, fine art, photography, ironworks, glass, paintings, quilts, foods, and more. Start your holiday shopping at the 53rd Capital City Art and Craft Show. We hope to see you at the Charleston Convention Center. Presented by RX Bytel Pharmacy, your neighborhood pharmacy on Charleston's west side. Proud to bring you RX Pack, a pre-filled pouch system which divides your tablets and capsules into multiple day doses perfectly matched to your doctor's instructions. Learn more at rxbytel.com.
927, it's 580 Live, and a voice of Charleston WCHS from the Parmar Store Studio. Dale Cooper serving as our producer today. 580 Live brought to you part by Danny's Barbecue Stand, 1019 Courier Streets in downtown Charleston. Danny's will be closed for Thanksgiving break next week. So only a couple days today and tomorrow to take advantage of that Danny's Barbecue Special. It's buy one barbecue sandwich, get the second one free. Danny's Barbecue Stand, the place to eat is 1019 Courier Street. Jim Strawn is floating around here somewhere taking pictures, but he's not going to be able to join us this morning. He just he just showed up for the photo op as uh, typical Jim Strawn. But uh, uh, no, it's actually a photo op of other people. He's taking pictures of us, so that's not really a fair statement. Big happenings uh, going on with the uh, down at the Coliseum and Convention Center. It's the Capital City Art and Craft Show, sponsored by the uh, Kanawha City Lions Club, and uh, we have with us John, John Robertson. Robertson. John Robertson, how yes. you doing, man? Great. Great to great to be here. First time on the show, I think, or at least first time on my show. First time on your show. Oh, you've been on yeah. other shows. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lots All right. Of- All right. So, so you're a veteran at this. Then, <laughs> uh, tell us about this event. It starts uh, today. Is that it right? It starts today at four o'clock. Uh, it's open until nine o'clock tonight. Tomorrow, it's open from ten a.m. until six p.m. And then on Sunday, from noon until five. This is the fifty third year for this show. And you've not been there for all 53? Not quite. And we weren't able to do it the last two years for COVID. So it's not the 53rd oh, okay. anniversary. It's okay. the 53rd year. 53rd year. Yes. Okay. And you, so you had to postpone it because of COVID. But right. it's back. What kind of things do people see when they go They're going to find everything. You know, uh, photography, pottery, basketry, lots of woodworking and jewelry. So you name it, it's there. And most of the exhibitors are West Virginians. But we do have exhibitors from six states. Six states. Wow, that, that's incredible. I mean, it really is. It really is the beginning of the Christmas season. It is. It's synonymous I, I was, with I was Christmas. thinking about that, yeah. Because it's, uh, so many of the folks come and they find unique and items to buy and use for gifts and so forth. Has it always been held at this time of year? It's always been the weekend before Thanksgiving every year. Well, and that's really good uh, because, I mean, I know that you'll have some people, as we said, and it seems like the Christmas season just gets earlier and earlier every year. You know, people are eventually going to start decorating in August. But what I always say is, you know, you do you. If it makes you happy, uh, then so be it. But people are kind of looking ahead now thinking about Christmas. Well, and that people that have been typical customers understand that it, that's something they look forward to. It's the same time every year. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a great time for Christmas because there's a lot of Christmas decor and that kind of stuff there. And and it's just really interesting for the folks to come in. If they don't buy anything, it's a great place to come and be entertained by just going through and seeing how creative these people are that are making things. And you're, of course, part of the uh, Lions Club who, who sponsors. Talk about some of the right. work of the Lions Club. Well, it's, a, you know, it's a fantastic organization. It really uh, is. Over the years, uh, since late, the late 70s, we've donated about $1.6 million from this show to uh, is that charities. All? Yeah. <laughs> is that all? <laughs> it's, it's a great fundraiser, and we have a lot of uh, you know groups out there that uh, uh, service uh, folks that are in need and challenged, and uh, so it's a great way of helping those folks. 100% of the effort on the show is volunteer. We don't pay anybody. None of our members are paid. And uh, we'll do a lot of uh, a lot of the things that we support are educational in nature, youth activities, uh, health-related uh, groups and so forth. So it has a big impact on the community. And talk about some of the things that the Lions Club does. I mean, I know the the, the things that you folks do for charitable organizations, just incredible. Talk about some of the things that well, you Well, we do. also do service-related things. Like yes. We'll be uh, December 3rd, we're ringing bells at uh, several locations for Salvation Army, and we do uh, activities in the schools at Canal City, uh, and uh, like a peace poster contest and uh, – and uh, also the uh, flag essay contest and so forth. So we do a lot of things in the community and and really some things that aren't too uh, traditional in terms of annual, but things that happen up in the community that they, uh, folks need help with, and we work on that. And these service organizations, um, you know, whether it's Lions Club or, or Rotary or um, or Kiwanis or Elks, whatever, there's so many of these organizations out there that do so many so many great things. And sometimes I think, especially now in our busy lives, those things kind of fly under the radar. People forget that those organizations are out there. But uh, but I know that uh, that you and the other organizations, uh, it's all about community service for all of you. Well, and we're also, you know, always recruiting folks because yes. it's harder and harder now. Now with uh, both moms and dads working mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, the demands with children and, and finances to have the time to participate in these right. things. 
but uh, we're always open to males and females. What do you guys meet? What do you meet? We meet on the first and third Tuesdays at City National Bank in Kanawha City. Okay. They have a conference center there. Okay, and and I and it's interesting that you bring that up because I was having this conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago. Back when I first entered the business world, it was almost you know it was a foregone conclusion that that if you were a person you were going you know a person in the business world if you had the time you were going to join one of those service organizations and and I know I'm I, I'm a member of the Charleston Rotary Club and I and I know that numbers have dipped. At, with organizations like that over the years because and, and and plus people don't work nine to five anymore like they used to be everybody took their lunch at noon they'd go out and they would do this and they'd come back and right. people don't work those and they have people are working virtually now and as you said there's kids and there's everything else that goes involved but it but it, it's really a worthwhile cause to get involved yeah. with any of those organizations especially what you're here to talk about and the when Lions i club. was uh when i joined the club back in 1975 i've been a longtime member but we had a number of our members were CMP telephone company employees mm. and Columbia Gas employees, and it used to be that companies endorsed and committed uh, to allow their folks to participate and finance their right, ability yeah, to do that. Yeah. And you just don't have that anymore. Yeah, it's a, if you get an opportunity, uh, check out uh, the uh, one of these Lions Clubs organizations, or one of the, you're the Kanawha sure. City Lions Club, yeah. is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and where can they learn more about the Lions Club? You guys have a Facebook page or a we website a, or anything? We have a Facebook page, All and right. it's Capital City Art and Craft Show. Okay. And um, primarily that because that's our major focus. Sure, every yeah, year. yeah, absolutely. And again, if you're coming out to the show, they are urging you uh, to bring some uh, some non-perishable food items. Uh, they'll the Union Mission truck is going to be set up at the entry door. You'll get a discount. Uh, on your entry. Show times are 4 to 9 today, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow, and Sunday from uh, noon till 5. Admission price $6 for adults, $2 for kids 12 and under. And again, with that schedule, I mean, I would pr- pretty much think anybody should be able to this this weekend be able to to, to fit a, a quick visit in there. Oh, sure. And, you know, I think most people, would, you need about two hours, really, to go through Two hours. Wow. So, I think you'll be really surprised when you come in at the uniqueness of the items. And some of the craftspeople are actually working while you're going through, so you get to observe what they're doing. The, the, and I'll tell a quick story about that. Uh, years ago, uh, back in my hometown, we used to do an arts and crafts fair every August. And I remember uh, the some of the artisans would come in, and we would, at the radio station where I was, we would broadcast live from there. And I can remember one time there was a lady from the newspaper, local newspaper, that came in and was just taking pictures of the crowd and whatever, and she went to take a picture of one of the artisans. That didn't turn out well because the artisan stopped and said, uh, please do not take my picture. And I'm not saying that they're all that way, but she did not yeah. want any – you know anybody to see her her craftsmanship and they how don't she want her to, they don't want it to it. be copied. Yes, that's what they, it was. They keep their uniqueness by protecting the way they manufacture it. And and again, it is a cliche in these sort of things, uh, um, John, to say that there is something for the entire family. But there at these kind of events, there really there really is. I mean, I, I always see sports memorabilia that people are making, and I always see, as you said, things for the holidays and things of that nature. So there really is something there for everybody. And most of our show, it's uh, it's hand produced uh, items, and that mean and it doesn't mean that it's uh, uh, that that uh, the items may be entirely made, but there's an element of decoration or something that the craftsperson has done. Because we avoid resale items, and it's not a commercial show. Well, again, it's a Capital City Arts and Crafts Show, 53rd year, and it's been away for two years uh, because of COVID. So, right. people, if you've missed it, it's back once again. No virtual or anything like no. that. It's back. It's 100%. It started the- out in 1968 mm-hmm. uh, in a field on Chesterfield Avenue in Kanawha City. Oh, really? And it was held in October. Uh-huh. And after battling rain and mud... I am told for two years. <laughs> said no, we're done. <laughs> the club decided this project has promise, uh-huh. but if we're going to do it, we have to get inside. So that's when they moved into the Civic Center. In now, will this be the first one in the new Coliseum and Convention no, Center? Okay, nineteen. The, uh, the last two. The last two. Shows, the last okay, two that okay. we did eighteen okay. and nineteen. Okay, were also okay. There. All right, but uh, uh, it's a beautiful facility, by the way. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody's not been there for something no. already. But it is a beautiful facility. So, all right, John, we appreciate you taking time to join us again. The hours are today from uh, ten. 
one till uh, six uh, tomorrow. Well, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. Four to nine today, and uh, ten to six uh, tomorrow, and uh, noon to five on Sunday. It's sponsored by the uh, Lions Club. They do a fantastic job. Again, since you started this thing, one point six million dollars is what you have raised for uh, for your various things for eyeglasses and exams and things of that nature. Wish you the best of luck with it. Don't forget if you're coming out, bring those uh, non-perishable food items. I'll have a Union Mission truck will be set up there. John, we appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Thanks a lot. for having us. All right, go go check that out. 580 Live is uh, presented in part by Hudson's Pizza. New to Hudson's Pizza, get a warm, chewy, 8-inch chocolate chip cookie for only $7.99. You can order one today while they last at Hudson'sPizza.com. Oh, by the way, I just happened to uh, think about something here. Uh, John has been nice enough to, uh, on his way out the door here, to uh, to gift us with some tickets. So here's what I got. I got a family four pack of these tickets right now, and I will give them away to caller number five right now. 304-345-5858-304-345-5858. Again, 304-345-5858. If you're caller number five right now, Dale Coop, our producer, is going to hook you up with a family four pack. We're going to get you through the door absolutely free if you would like to go. So again, if you're caller five right now, 304-345-5858, then we will hook you up with a family four pack to get you through the door any day that you want to go. John, we appreciate you and... Good luck, and uh, we'll get into some more things on the show coming up here in just a couple of moments. From the Parmar Store Studio, it's 580 Live at the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses are small businesses with big impact, including Generations Physical Therapy and Snap Fitness. The chance to feast on $1 million awaits you at Mardi Gras Casino and Resort this November. Feathers of Fortune Zoom Ball takes place Fridays and Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Lucky North Club members get a free entry and receive another for every 50 base points earned. Every hour, 10 winners will have a chance to win a to $1 million at Mardi Gras in November. There's serious turkey on the line. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job and your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, it's Dave Allen. It's time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics uses advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. Powerful healing agents, highly concentrated. If you're tired of steroid shots that don't work, or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury. No drugs, no pain meds, and no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People here are raving about the results. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics and Cross Lanes for a free consultation now. Call 304-202-5566. 304-202-5566. QC Kinetics can get you moving pain-free again. 304-202-5566. It's fall, y'all. Hey, it's Sydney from the Thornhill Auto Group inviting you to the all-new Thornhill Toyota for Friday Night Lights, PSL, and car shopping from the comfort of your couch. Click or come by to reserve your new or certified pre-owned Toyota now. Stay big on hybrid models like the 2022 Camry, RAV4, or Avalon Hybrid. Electrify your future today at the all-new Thornhill Toyota. Plus, don't forget about your trade. Our trade values are the hottest around. At home or in store, we're here for you on the Thornhill Motor Mile, US 119 Chapmanville. Visit us online at Thornhill Toyota. Go to WV.com to reserve your future now. See Thornhill for full details. Presented by RX by Tell Pharmacy, your neighborhood pharmacy on Charleston's west side. Proud to bring you RX by Pack, a pre-filled pouch system which divides your tablets and capsules into multiple day doses perfectly matched to your doctor's instructions. Learn more at RxbyTel.com. Twenty minutes away from ten. I want to say congratulations to Robin Groves. She was our winner of the uh, tickets for the fifty third annual the old Arts and Crafts Show. Spectacular happening at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. So again, Robin, congratulations. Enjoy the show. It is sponsored by the Canal City Lions Club. Uh, phone calls to five eighty live are a service of Bigly Piggly Wiggly on Spring Street. They have served three generations of shoppers since nineteen fifty five as the largest locally owned independent grocery store in the area. The Joseph family grew up here, so you know they're invested in the community. Comes to the biggest variety. 
variety of choice meats, the freshest produce, in-house delivery, uh, in-house, not in-house delivery, in-house deli, uh, bakery, great wine selection, and more. Plus, every purchase gives you gasoline points so you can save with their pumps. You can order online for pickup at BigglyPW.com. Bigly Piggly Wiggly on Spring Street. No one beats the Bigly Pig. And our texting services provided by Fruit Pharmacy, your hometown family pharmacy. Our good friend Jim Workman is here from Wally and Wimpy's Football Digest. Dale Cooper is our producer today. Um, I want to get into something a little bit different right now. If you're on social media, uh, and most of us are, you probably noticed all the back and forth going on about school next week in Kanawha County. Now, I'm not a parent, nor do I live in Kanawha County, uh, but I but I know I have read a lot about some of the controversy, if you will, that's going on, and it has to do with school in session, school not in session, school virtuals, uh, absentees, and so on and so forth. So I want to bring in Brianna Warner, who is the spokesperson and communications director for Kanawha County Schools. Brianna, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Can you hear me okay? Uh, you are doing You are doing fine. I appreciate yes, okay. you calling in. Now, Brianna, I have to admit, I was, I was a tad ignorant about all this. I was yeah. under the impression and again, not having kids, that most school systems were closed all of Thanksgiving week, but apparently not the case in Kanawha County next week. Talk about that. Sure. So I do know that in years past, um, Kanawha County schools have had school days during Thanksgiving week, but I do know also that the past couple of years, at least two to three years, we have had off the entire week. So this is a change. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we approve our calendars well in advance. Um, So when our board approved this, um, we may not have known about kind of the the staffing issues going into this school year, not just in Kanawha County, but statewide Mm -hmm. um, and nationally. And so this is the schedule. Um, and the calendar that we have. There are three school days next week. And so we basically are just hoping to, um, you know, just we wanted to give parents a heads up that we know that it is a short week next week. We know that um, we already are short-staffed in several um, important positions. And we know that there is a lot of illness going around the Kanawha Valley. We read about that in the news as well. So, And we know it just from our family members and ourselves. So we just wanted to give parents a heads up that we do plan on having school those three days tomorrow. But we just wanted to kind of say if you do, um, if you are able to kind of think through those reminders on bringing students, making sure students' iPads are home, making sure there's a charger at home, making sure that we get those reminders in about um, Schoology logins and things like that just in case. And you mentioned uh, there's been a lot of illness going around and so on and so forth. Are you, are you sensing or anticipating that there may be some staff shortages next week? Or are we just you just trying to be careful here? Just trying to trying to be prepared. We are just trying to be careful and prepared. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that's overtly telling us that there's going to be massive shortages. We just know that it is if you will, a potential perfect storm <laughs> um, going into that short holiday week. So we just wanted to kind of give those um, reminders and heads up. And um, at the same time, we're hoping for this. I am a parent of a Kanawha County Schools third grader, and she has a really important um, Thanksgiving presentation next week <laughs> that she yeah. has been working so hard on and she's so excited for. And, you know, we all want those students to be able to um, to go for those school days next week. And I was saying about this, Brian. again, we're talking with Brianna Warner, who's the uh, spokesperson and communications director of Kanawha County Schools here on 580 Live. Going back to my school days 100 years or so ago, uh, it uh, wasn't until probably around, you know, and again, I was in a different county, but I guess my junior high, that shows you I'm old when I say junior high, by the way, my junior, uh, maybe junior high, maybe, maybe even time I was in high school, I'm not sure that students in my home county actually got the week of Thanksgiving off. So this has not been going on forever. Uh, um, you know, we went to school as normal on Monday and Tuesday of the Thanksgiving week. Then on Wednesday, everyone dressed like pilgrims or Indians when you could do that sort of thing. Uh, and then we were off thank- the Thanksgiving Day, uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, but but it, the change was made. You know, regard wherever you live, it's you know it, that I guess factors uh, into it. Um, what's, what's been the response of uh, of the parents so far? Because I've seen some on social media saying. Yeah, I'm not really happy about this. And some that said, hey, they should be in school. What are you you hearing? Sure. So I think a couple um, important things to note are just that I know that folks are frustrated with 
what is perceived as a last-minute notification, and it is a last-minute notification, and kind of the feeling that that could be changed and that we're holding information and not letting families know, and that is just not the case. Um, Believe me, I'm a working parent, again, um, in this system, so all of these decisions, you know, affect all of us, Um, and so we're not holding that information. We just legitimately do not know because of those same issues. We don't know if there's going to be, um, you know, additional staff that have the flu or children with RSV or, um, you know, if we don't know. So we basically have in our leave policies, you do submit obviously for vacation and different types of personal leave in advance, but our staff earn sick leave just like in many workplaces and if there is sickness and they want to use those days the morning of or the night before they can do that Um, so I just want to reiterate Mm -hmm. that this isn't something that we're trying to hold back and have those last minute um, decisions Um, that's that's just the nature of kind of, of what has happened here and again I would just reiterate that the goal is to have those kids in schools we know that schools now um, in 2022 are more than just academic learning um, you know places of academic learning we are feeding our students we are providing social emotional wellness and um, you know we are doing so much more and so we know that families are relying on our schools for a lot of things and we want them to be open. Well, and again, the message to parents is, as we had in the weekend, is just be prepared for Monday. Make sure, as you said, that the uh, student has their, uh, their their laptop or whatever it is, that their iPad or whatever it is that they have, and make sure they have the chargers and that they're ready to go should something happen come Monday morning. That's right. And uh, I know you guys do a fantastic job of getting the word out to people. I know you have you got social media. I'm sure you have you have text alerts and things of that nature. So it's uh, changed quite a quite a bit since I was in school. So no reason for parents not to know. Hey, Brianna, I know you're really busy and you're trying to and you're gonna be busy all weekend too, trying to get all this straightened out. I do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, join us. Thanks, and uh, have a great Thanksgiving next week. Sure, please do the same. All right, thank you. It's Brianna Warner, who's a spokesperson and communications director for Kanawha County Schools. You're on. 580 Live. And the reason I bring that up is because, again, you know, I just peruse social media and I see where all of this, this back and forth, you know, with parents. And I even saw some parents saying, well, I'm not sending my kids no matter what next week. And, well, that's between you and and the school system, I guess. And, of course, there is the – and, and Jim, I'll bring you in on this. There is the tradition of hunting and things of that nature uh, that a lot of people do, which back when I was in school, as I said, I think it was my junior or senior year in high school. Now that I think back, back in Logan County, I think that they started giving the entire week off. And that was the reason we were told at that time it was – it, it was to go hunting. I think a lot of sound, by the way, it doesn't not sound right to say hunting. I mean, can I just say hunting? Because hunting just doesn't sound right. But go ahead. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the more rural counties in West Virginia took the whole week off, and I think more the urban counties did not. I think that's just the way it was, you know, because you expected the high school guys usually and the staff to be out deer hunting all week Mm -hmm. so you know and another thought that i had was with all the illnesses that have been going on i wondered why they didn't just go ahead and make that decision to go virtual Mm -hmm. and um well see i saw some some and again this is not to be this is anecdotal it's not to be the be all end all for every but i saw some parents and some things i was reading saying no my kids aren't doing virtual next week either my kids it's thanksgiving break we're going out of town uh we've got people coming in town they're going hunting uh we are not we are not doing virtual either so i mean again it's going to be it's going to be a battle next week, and I know there are several counties that are off next week. So, but Kanawha County opted not to do that. And again, it gets. And I listened to some of the discussion that Jeff had with Hoppy about this same thing. Jeff Jenkins in our newsroom mm-hmm. about this, and it gets into well, what time you know do you want your kids to? You can't have it all, I guess. I mean, right. people don't like their. Back when I was in school, we we started the day after Labor Day, mm-hmm. and and it just keeps starting earlier and earlier. And we were out maybe a week or so after Memorial Day, and now they seems like. And I know also weather factors into it too but there seems like they're starting earlier and in, but you but you can't have everything you know i think uh, as ms warner uh, described those schedules are set way in advance so i think maybe the input from the parents and the staff on not working thanksgiving week should have been taken care of maybe in the in the summer you know letting them know that uh, we should plan on being off that week because that's just the way our county views that week. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I don't think the week before is the time to well, make your. But they're doing case. what they can. And again, what happens is, is sometimes I mean they could they could have enough staff as of right now, and people are people. Come Monday morning or come Sunday night, they suddenly decide. Well, we're we're calling in. You know, and again, they they have personal days that they can take, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I. Um, uh, But you always have to understand everything you do affects somebody else. And in the school system, it affects more than just that. But uh, I do appreciate uh, Brianna for being on the show today. And she's one of those parents. As she said, uh, her her, her kids are in school as well. Quick text says, uh, the school system did this when Dr. Ron During became superintendent. Now it's happened again the first year of Dr. Williams as superintendent. They know the Monday before Thanksgiving is opening for rifle season. They should know their workforce. They know people travel for Thanksgiving. They should not be acting surprised, according to a texture. Hey, if you're not satisfied with the current pharmacy, check out RX Vitel on the west side of Charleston. Ask about their RX Bypacks. Those are pre-filled pouch systems which divide your prescription doses perfectly as prescribed by your doctor. RX Vitel on the west side, they are your neighborhood pharmacy. Bigly Piggly Wiggly Hotline 304-345-5858 Fruit Pharmacy Text 304-935-5008. We'll take a break from the Parmar Store Studio. It's 580 Live and the Voice of Charleston, WCHS. Brought to you by the Eric J. Tarr Family Businesses. Eric J. Tar family businesses bring first-class businesses to your community. New River Health welcomes you to their premier site at the Gateway Center in Smithers, next to Valley School. When healthcare needs enter your life, consider Cindy Johnson for comprehensive care for adults and children of all ages, immunizations, physicals, and much more. Kids at Valley Pre-K-8 are welcome during the school day. New River Health at the Gateway Center in Smithers. For appointments, call 304-981-4983. At New River Health, we are proud of your confidence in us since 1978. Are you tired of waiting in a long line to get your prescriptions filled only to be told it's not available? Sure, it happens, but it's a rare occurrence at RX Bytel Pharmacy. At RX Bytel, we fill your prescriptions fast and accurately in a bottle or in our RX Bypack. We'll then have it waiting for you at our two convenient drive through windows in minutes, not hours. Tell your doctor you want to start getting your prescriptions filled at RX Bytel Pharmacy. It's fall, y'all. Hey, it's Sydney from the Thornhill Auto Group inviting you to the all-new Thornhill Toyota for Friday Night Lights, PSL, and car shopping from the comfort of your couch. Click or come by to reserve your new or certified pre-owned Toyota now. Save big on hybrid models like the 2022 Camry, RAV4, or Avamon Hybrid. Electrify your future today at the all-new Thornhill Toyota. Plus, don't forget about your trade. Our trade values are the highest around. At home or in store, we're here for you on the Thornhill Motor Mile, US 119 Chapmanville. Visit us online at thornhilltoyotawv.com to reserve your future now. See Thornhill for full Looking for a little extra spending power this Christmas? Check out the fixed-rate 24-month Christmas loan from your friends at Polka Valley Bank. Stop by one of their eight convenient locations in Oakview, Sissonville, Polka, Winfield, Kanawha City, Clendenin, Spencer, or Walton. Or call 844-782-2651. Polka Valley Bank, where relationships matter. All loans are subject to credit approval. Offer good until December 24, 2022. These Christmas loans are a minimum of $2,000 and a maximum of $3,000. One-time $100 documentation fee applies. Member FDIC. Presented by RX Bytel Pharmacy, your neighborhood pharmacy on Charleston's west side. Proud to bring you RX Pack, a pre-filled pouch system which divides your tablets and capsules into multiple day doses perfectly matched to your doctor's instructions. Learn more at rxbytel.com. Six minutes away from 10, Dale Cooper's our producer today. Jim Workman, our good friend from Wally and Wimpy's, is here on this Friday. Jeff Jenkins from the newsroom stops by uh, for just a moment, uh, kind of followed up on our interview we had with uh, Brianna Warner, spokesperson, uh, communications director for Kanawha County Schools. Now, they had a meeting last night, Jeff. Yeah, so the school board did approve the calendar for next school next year, year last night, and it does restore or goes to mm-hmm. uh, the full week off for Thanksgiving. For next year. For next year. So Yeah, for next year. So they had about, they had three calendar choices before them. They discussed this first uh, couple weeks ago. Uh, and so basically what they're going to do is they're going to, I think it's, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it's, they're going to actually start school on a Friday, August 18th of 2023. And the discussion there was, a lot of people like to start school on a Friday so they can get all the introductory stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, school pictures, a bunch of stuff on the very first day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then they'll 
as they say, hit the ground running on Monday, right. the next Monday, which would be like, a, I guess, the 21st. If the kid decides to come back, the kid may, they say that my mother always told the story that my first day of kindergarten, I came when I got off the bus, came home and said, I don't think I'm going back. Yeah. Uh, well, she, yeah. She, she had other ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a story about that too, but not for someone else. But anyway, so, but yeah, so it does restore the whole week of, uh, so next year, next school year, the whole week of Thanksgiving will be off. And they still get the little later start, starting a little early. I think this year is like August 22nd, maybe, or something that they started. Remember they had, Kanawha County had the early start dates for a couple of years, mm-hmm. like August 9th. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people complained about because it cut into the summer. Sure, yeah. And the thought was there in the first semester before Christmas. And I had to go back and look at the calendar they passed last night. If they indeed end the first semester before Christmas, they're able to do that, or do you have to come back? Uh, because there's discussion there about transcripts for kids that are trying to get scholarships. You know, and that extra three so or four extra three or four weeks there to get your transcript in or your test score done uh, makes a difference. So there's some discussion about that, but they have decided again on August 18th, first day of school, will be on a Friday. And then there will be a full week at Thanksgiving. All right, Jeff, I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. <laughs> Tech says, if you choose to keep your child out of school for deer hunting or family travel, then don't complain that the schools aren't doing their job when it comes to your child not meeting learning benchmarks. You can't have it both ways. You know, and this is something I was going to say as we close this on. Jim and Coop, I'll even bring you in on this if you want. You know, uh, uh I was listening to Hoppy a couple of days. I think it was yesterday, the day before, talking to Jeff uh, about that. And, you know, and, and we see, and I don't know if there's any direct correlation, I'm not an expert, but when you see how horrible the test scores are in West Virginia, I mean, they're just, they're, they're, they're absolutely atrocious. Is having kids out of school really the best idea? I mean, I don't know. Jim? I don't think a day or two matters in the long term. I think um, as Brianna mentioned, you know, schools do a whole lot more than just teach these days. Unfortunately, you know, they're feeding kids. Yeah. Their, yeah, their health and welfare. A lot, uh, of, a lot of kids, that's the only time they get fed is when they go to school, which is sad, but it's true. It, it's true. So I don't think, you know, taking a kid out a couple of days early, I, I think having the whole week is a good thing in other words okay all right coop yeah. coop you know what on way in on this your, your child's not in school yet but will be soon right yeah i think th- there's a couple things i think if the fundamentals of how you br- bring your kid up right is right that uh you know having a couple days off from school to do something like that uh probably would just fold into the normal thing because the thing that you'd be losing there i think that the time that you spend with your kid um i mean in, in this case we're talking about hunting uh which which certainly is one of it but there there could be like the partial portion of a vacation or travel that you Things that you do to connect with your kid that might come in during the school year, I don't think that you need to necessarily put all those things to rest just because you, it might mean a day extra that you missed. I think what it means is that you need to make sure that that you're raising your kid so they can they can uh, uh, they can adjust to those things. I mean, there's no reason why you can't miss school and still make up the schoolwork if you're going to do it. I mean, but as a parent and a and a student at that relationship, you have to take that responsibility for it. But I think you could do it. All right. Well, the only thing I would say is is that, uh, and again, I'm the old I'm the old man, the hardliner here. I think that um, a good lesson for kids is to teach them that, you know what, when you first start out in the workforce, if you're working a store or fast food, whatever, you're going to be working Thanksgiving week. You're probably going to be working Thanksgiving Day. You're also going to be working Christmas Day. You're also going to be working weekends and birthdays and so on and so forth. So what better lesson to say, you know what, life sucks. you got to make money. Okay, hardliner. That's let, one. let me just ask you this. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hurry up. Did anything productive ever happen in those one or two days in a holiday week? All I did Never. was study, man. That's all I did. <laughs> and that's why I ended up with the jobs I have now. All right. Well. All right. We got to go. 580 Live is brought to you part by QC Kinetics Across Lanes. You got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away. Check out QC Kinetics Across Lanes for long-lasting relief without surgery, drugs, or downtime. Call QC Kinetics Across Lanes, 304-202-5566, 304-202-5566. I think I just got insulted by by, by writer boy over here. All right. We got to go. Thanks to Dale Cooper. Thanks to all our guests today. Coming up on Monday. It's uh, Mayor Monday with Scott James of St. Albans, also uh, Delegate uh, Hell. Uh